to the first episode of the pick 10 podcast a podcast for list lovers i am aaron thank you for joining me um you might know me from another podcast i do called movies from a to b better known as the mfab podcast and today to kick off this awesome new venture i'm trying by myself um I'm bringing in my co-host to join me with my list today. So please welcome my co-host, Gavin. Hi, it's me, Gavin. Yeah, it is you. It's almost like we just did this like yesterday. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> a little bit different though. Yeah, a little different. So um, if I have a trailer or a little teaser out there, what this is is top 10 list. I'm a huge fan of countdowns, top 10 lists love them can't get enough of them so if you're a fan of like ranker or watch mojo or things along those lines that's kind of what drew me to this i have a little book here called my top 10 it's filled with probably like well over i don't know maybe like 500 different lists in here and i'm just gonna pick them at random and make a show about them so it's insane you cannot get this guy to shut up about fucking lists yeah, like all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying when we're trying to make our movie podcast. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I would have picked number five for this instead of number four, Blah blah blah. <laughs> so yeah, um, seeing as we do a movie podcast together, and that's primarily what a lot of the lists that I like uh, have to do with movies, pop culture, entertainment. We're going to kick it off with our favorite movies, our top 10 favorite movies. So Yay. I've got my list. Gavin's got his. We, I think Gavin knows my number one. I have an idea of what might be on his, but I know they're going to be completely different. So I'm excited to see what goes beyond his top two or three. And uh, yeah. I'm uh, excited as well because I, I mean, I know your style. You know, mm-hmm. we've been working together on this ship for how long? <laughs> you know, six, six years, yeah, six plus years. Yeah. And plus, yeah, the, I got it. Plus, the years of planning that we talked about movies and shit at work. So, yeah, yeah, just movie games and <laughs> yes, yeah. all in the count room. Oh, yeah, counting money and playing movie games. <laughs> um, the probability of us having a crossover is it pretty low? Oof. Um, I'm I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna yeah. say it's pretty low. If there is, I, it's, I'm gonna say it's pretty low. But there's one on mine that might be on yours. Maybe okay. it's a long shot, but it's a maybe. So I have one possible that actually. Okay. I I can't remember what you rated it, but we did it on the other. Okay. <laughs> podcast and. Alrighty. So if that pops up, I'll be surprised. But cool. Well, if anything, hopefully this uh, lets you listeners get to know us a little bit more and uh, get a feel for how I'm going to do things over here. So with that being said, Gavin would like me to kick it off. So, yeah, uh, so I know what I'm doing when it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go 10 to 1, honorable mentions at the end, all that fun stuff. So my number 10 favorite movie of all time uh, one thing when it comes to movies, I love laughter. I love to just be sucked in. It's an escape from the real world. And one of the things that just makes me do that is laugh. So there's going to be a few comedies on here. I love to laugh. I love comedy movies. And this comes in at number 10 for me. It's Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, really? Yes. I love this movie. I Okay. It never fails to make me laugh. I don't know how many times I've seen it. The jokes still hit for me. I know they're coming. I will quote it as they're saying them. It's still so funny to me. Do you think it's aged well? Definitely not. That's why I love that movie, and I loved it so much more when I was younger. But 
I mean, when I watch it nowadays, it's like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And I know where the comedy comes in, but mm-hmm. I don't find myself like laughing out loud like I used to, you know? And that's the thing. It's not, you know, rolling belly laughter, but it's just nonstop chuckles, little. <laughs> just after one, they keep coming. And Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels just work so good together in this movie. Um, we we don't need to talk about the uh, two sequels that came after it. <laughs> Even though I own them, they're forgettable. The, the amazing prequel. <laughs> the prequel, yes. Dumb and Dumberer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, that was horrible. I, I mean, it's so quotable. Um, yeah, even the like obscure lines, like I'll say to people at work, I'll walk by, I'll be like, "Hey, hey guys, big gulps, huh?" All right, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Nobody knew knew what that was from, but I love that scene. So yeah, yeah, every now and then I find myself being like, you know, our birds' heads are falling oh, off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, it, it'll never get old for me. And a killer 90s soundtrack, too. It had an amazing soundtrack, yeah. for sure. Yes. So, yep, that is my number 10, Dumb and Dumber. Number 10, all right. Well, I'm going to hit off my, my, my tastes are obviously a little bit different. <laughs> so I was raised in, you know, the horror genre. Essentially, one of the first movies I went to in the theaters was uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> And that scarred me for life, but it also <laughs> changed me. It made me the man I am today. And I love horror and I love gore and, you know, Visceral. that whole, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the whole, whole gambit. So my number 10 movie <clears throat> it is the original, not the remake of Old Boy. Okay. All right. Now, this is a revenge flick. Um, I, I want to... S- I want to say it's Chinese or Korean. It's Korean. But is it Korean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Korean. Yep. And we did this on the podcast too. Yep. Um, yes, we did. It's uh, just a way out of left field movie and it throws you off and there's action and there's just drama. And at the end, you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Yep. I, this is on my honorable mentions. Oh, I'm nice. I'm actually surprised it's low for you, like this low for you. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I'm so glad that when I did watch it, I did not have the the it spoiled for me, so that twist caught me out of nowhere. And um, it's amazing. Yes, yeah, absolutely nice pick. Love this movie. Um, if you've never seen it, check it out. Um, oh, for sure. But the Korean version, skip the American version, from what I'm told. So. Yeah, I, I have the American version. Watch that. Was not imp- as impressed. It was still good. It's still the same storyline, but it just doesn't hit like uh, the original does. Yeah, I yeah, I can't remember what I rated this one on our. It was pretty high. I know I was. So even with the fucking sick twisted ending, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah, it's a good one for sure. And it's and definitely even if you don't like sick twisted shit, it's definitely worth it yeah. just to watch it once at least. Yeah, just have your mind fucking blown. Yeah, we won't spoil it here. I'll try to avoid as much spoilers as I can, but yeah, definitely worth the watch. So, and that's my number ten. Nice, like it. All right, continuing with the comedy train for me, um, at my number nine, um, I'm a big sports guy. Um, one of my favorite sports is golf. I love to play. So the funniest golf movie out there is Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. You're really going all 90s, aren't you? Pretty much. I mean, I'm born in 1990, raised through the through the 90s, early 2000s. So that's where a lot of my stuff's going to come from. Um, but yeah, I again, this is along the lines of Dumb and Dumber. These jokes hit. I quote it oh. all the time. It's you, you can't help but not like this movie. It's Adam Sandler at his peak. Yeah, this is definitely his era. Yeah. I mean... He was definitely getting shit done. Yeah. This is around when Happy Madison production started. Yeah, this was, I believe, 95. This is coming off the heels of um, Billy Madison. Yep. And I think he would do The Wedding Singer after this. So I think he was, you know, getting ready to explode when this movie came out. But, yeah. Um, it's just so good. And, you know, it pretty much 
Christopher McDonald has, you know, a career for life playing Shooter McGavin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Love that name. But my my favorite quote from this movie, and I use it all the time at work, when when any, anybody says, uh, be careful with that, I'll always be like, don't worry, it's made of wood. Real sturdy. Real <laughs> sturdy. <laughs> Proceeds and my favorite to get quote. run over. <laughs> my favorite quote is always going to be, uh, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> I will never not laugh at that. They have golf towels that you can buy for your golf bag that looks like a Wheaties box that says pieces of shit with Shooter McGavin. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Classy. Gotta love Happy Gilmore. That's my number nine. All right. Well, moving on to my number nine, I'm going to stay in the Asian horror <laughs> category. And I'm going to throw out uh, Biozombie. Okay. I'm not sure what year this was, but it was definitely in the year of, like, VCDs and, you know, House of the Dead. So, mm -hmm. I mean, mid to late 90s, early 2000. I want to mm -hmm. say 2003, I think. Not 100% on that, so don't quote me. Yeah. We did do it for the yeah. For the MFAB, and this is, so. I think, literally all of mine on here are on the well, all but one. Okay, but yeah, it's it's just a really good zombie flick, another Korean, I believe, but uh, it just has a really good friendship story behind it, and that always hits me when when there's just massive amounts of either death, uh, friendship, or love. I I buckle to those things, and this one had a lot of uh, a lot of really good, you know, themes behind it. Yeah. Even though it's a goofy as hell and uh, campy as fuck, and the costuming and makeup is atrocious, but it just worked. And there's yeah. like little hints of comedy all throughout. It's just it's it's a beautiful movie for me. Yeah, I do remember this. This was the one with the uh, tainted energy drink, right? It yep. turned him into zombies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was good. It was entertaining. It's definitely can't be you know goofy, but yeah, had a good good story behind it. Yeah, the friendship between the two main characters is just like you know lifelong buddies, and you know they're going through all this shit. They're just fuck ups and slackers, but they're just dealing with this whole fucking zombie apocalypse and surviving, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. I like it. All right. My number eight. So as I said, um, I love sports movies, so there's going to be several more on here. Um, but this one's a little, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart, but definitely has a, a spot in my heart. It's Field of Dreams. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen it? A long, long time ago. Long time but, ago? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this, you know, if you build it, he will come. All about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about this story, but um, the way you talk about the friendships and love, if, if there's that in it, that's, that's me in sports. There's a, a bond that comes with sports. And this happens to be, you know, with fathers and sons and shit. So, my dad was a big influence getting me into sports. So, it's always, you know, chokes me up at the end. Um, but this is just a good, beautifully... What happened? <laughs> Were he even in sports? I'm trying to think. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we ever talked about that. Oh. What sports were you in? I played sports. played a lot of sports. I mean, like, as part of, like, a school or... Uh, Parks and Rec growing up, and then, yeah, in middle school and high school. Yeah, I played okay. a lot of sports, yeah. High school kind of fell off because I got fat. That's why I played golf in high school but <laughs> well breakfast before breakfast will do that yes yep <laughs> uh so you know but, that part i remember <laughs> there you go but yeah this is just a beautiful beautiful movie um wonderful wonderfully shot um it is a tad long but the story is great it's mystical in a sense um some great acting and it's really cool because we live like a two and a half hour drive from where 90% of this movie was filmed. So I've gone and visited this movie site several times and it's just so cool to go there and see and, you know, be in the 
place where this wonderful movie was shot. Yeah. I, awesome. I really enjoy this movie and it may be coming up sometime on our podcast. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I, I, another one I have to go buy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it might. There's so many fucking streaming services. It's got to be on one of them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, unlikely. Yeah. But yeah, Field of Dreams, my number eight. All right. Now keep it moving. Um, my number eight is dipping into the comedy world a little. And but not too much because you know me, I, okay. you know, I like my horror. <laughs> so my number eight is Cannibal the Musical. Wow, oh, nice. <laughs> this is uh, obviously written, directed, and starring Matt Stone and Trey Parker, creators of South Park, and it's a musical with horror aspects and a million funny, like quotable jokes. <laughs> songs i still every now and then randomly find myself singing i even i got my mother to go see the play with me nice <laughs> so we went and saw cannibal the musical and she still quotes i'm having a spadoinkle day that's every what now it and was. <laughs> i was trying to remember what the main song from that spadoinkle that's right yep and yeah it's it's always been one of my favorites ever since i stumbled upon it hey I did not know this movie existed before I met you. I knew plenty who Matt Stone and Trey Parker were. I knew, I always thought Orgasmo was their first movie, but then you told me, no, it's this one. No, this is literally what they did in college. Mm -hmm. This was their final project for college, and they ended up selling it to Troma. Well, not selling it, as in Troma took it and said, we'll distribute it, but mm -hmm. you'll get credit. <laughs> yeah, We can't give you any money, but... <laughs> and it's great. It is, yeah. if you love South Park, humor this is right up your alley then All... i mean there's literally cartman's voice in it at one point and <laughs> yeah you know i think it's uh trey parker he takes off his kyle-esque hat and he has the afro underneath yep <laughs> big red afro mm -hmm. and it was good enough that they made an actual you know stage play out of it yeah. so my favorite part of that whole movie is the the long the long joke where there's the one scene where they break out in the tap dancing and then like five minutes later one of the characters is like you know what how are we tap dancing on the snow back there <laughs> that's my favorite part of how it. did he tap <laughs> that's right before let's build a snowman yep <laughs> you get shot in the head yeah it's i love that movie classic all right nice all right my number seven um if you've listened to our podcast, it's a recurring theme over there. So it was only necessary that one of these movies would make it on my list. <laughs> and it's going to be my favorite of the entire saga. It's Fast Five. Fast Five. Family. Family. <laughs> this is the, the one that I would think if there is any crossover, it would be this one. But it seems like uh, we'll find out. Who knows? But yeah, um, I love the Fast and Furious movies. I would, if I could take all 10 of them, or yeah, all 10 of them actually, um, I would. Akon and Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. Okay. Yep. So, but I believe I gave us a 10 out of 10 over on our other show. And it's it's got everything. Like, it's action packed. It's funny. I love heist movies. Um, I'm kind of bummed that this is the only heist movie on my list. It's, oh, wow. Yeah. That kind of throws me off. Yeah. It might, but um, yeah, this one's just, it's fun, action-packed, it's a thrill ride from start to finish, and um, I think this is the best in that series. It really, without this, we wouldn't have six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know. True, true. Yeah. So I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest here, I love, uh, you got me into the Fast Saga, <laughs> and I hate you for it, but I love you for it at the same time. <laughs> And, but the thing is, is they all merged together for me. I could not tell you what happened in Fast Five, yeah. <laughs> even though I know I love it. And I'm pretty sure I gave it a good rating on our podcast, but if, I cannot um, tell you what happened. <laughs> if you had to guess, if you had to guess, which one do you think it is? I have no clue. Um, one with a wrecking ball. I, <laughs> <laughs> sort of. It's the one where they, they robbed the, uh, the safe in Brazil. It's the one where they're fugitives. Oh, and yeah, Hobbs, okay. Hobbs is sent to 
um, track them down. That is the one where they're dragging the safe behind them, right? Yes. And it's just murdering tons of fucking people. The best scene in that whole fucking movie? Yes. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. So, yep. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Best in the series, in my opinion. So, that's my number seven, Fast Five. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, my number seven is a little bit more of a drama. It's near and dear to my youth, I guess. Um, we actually recorded this one, but the audio failed, so we never got to release it. Uh, and I'm talking about SLC Punk. Was this the one that we never got to release? Yeah, the audio screwed up. And oh, we only got okay. the A movie in that episode and then the oh, technical okay. difficulties in the second half. I th- why did I think that was another one? I don't want to say, I don't want to say that title in case it's later on your... Oh, no, there's two that messed up. Okay. All right. The other one was uh, Motel Hell, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, this uh, is a very, very apt description of punk culture. And it's depressing and it's happy and it's conforming while not conforming. It's doing your own thing. It's, it's one of those movies that, you know, really hit for me because when I was I was in high school when they came out so mm-hmm. and I was a bit of a punk myself I <laughs> like to say so I feel like this movie is for you what my next movie is going to be for me okay so but one of the main points about yeah. hey that's the first time that'll be <laughs> in a podcast <laughs> one of the main points is uh Jason Siegel yep Marshall's character yep. in uh this movie is just the nerdiest fucking straight lace looking dude ever, but he's still a fucking punk. It doesn't matter how you dress. It doesn't matter what you listen to. It's a way of living. It's not. It, it touched me, you know, punk, punk on it's the always... inside. Exactly. And it's always <laughs> stuck with me, you know? So yeah, that's my number seven. SLC nice. punk. I did. Matthew, one of Matthew Lillard's best fucking films. Yes, I did really really like that movie i'm glad it's part of my collection so yeah nice i like we should it redo it we should definitely should. record uh, yes one of these days yeah so when i said how that's for you like that came out when you were that age you were a teenager Ooh, i know which out. movie this is yeah so <laughs> that was your teenage movie number six on my list is my teenage movie i lived it Gavin's uh, air saying it. I lived it. I, this hits home with me. One of the only movies I've seen in theaters twice. And uh-huh. I still quote it to this day. It's another comedy. It's super bad. Yep. <laughs> this came out my senior year in high school. This is literally what my high school life was like. Um, the quest for getting drunk and trying to fuck. Uh, <laughs> so. And Your coming of age story. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> So, um, it's so funny, so quotable, um, different, um, generations have different movies that just resonate with like a core group of teens, like American Pie was, was some of them SLC punk for, for your generation. Um, I'm not sure what would go past. Uh, American Pie and SLC punk kind of came out around the same time. It was just different, um. I don't want to say clicks, but like different lifestyles. Yeah. Lifestyles. There you go. You know, back in the eighties, you had your like, probably like 16 candles, um, um, meatballs, breakfast clubs like that. So, um, this is my version of that. Me and my friends can attest to this. Me and our buddy Tyler still quote this to this day. We were playing FIFA last night and he literally said, you're getting that. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) So this is your animal house. Yes, Animal is another good example. So, yeah, um, I can't recommend this movie enough, but it just has a special place for me because I feel like I've lived this movie. So, um, yeah, that's number six, super bad. Nice. Um, my number six, um, delving back into the horror, like I do, um, is the original John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, okay. This one we haven't done on the podcast yet. We haven't, and I have never seen this movie. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. All right. <laughs> but 
the effects on this is just amazing. The amount of paranoia you feel while watching everything happen is just palpable. It's it's being stranded in the middle of nowhere, and <clears throat> I mean the story. I mean it's just I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to give anything away, but mm. yeah, it's it's visceral, and I love it because of that. Now, didn't this have like an extremely low budget because there's it's so much God, I don't even know how to put it into words like not a lot happens but a lot I does mean, happen <laughs> a lot happens trust me but and I mean a lot of the budget probably went towards makeup and special effects because okay. there's a lot of that and it is amazing to look at you know and it's all practical effects is, so is this a one room film no no. no okay it's it's a one antarctic snow base film okay. well, so you house. know there's a eh, compound small okay. compound you know okay. but there's a lot around that's where there's nothing you know yeah you have no escape you know mm-hmm. and because of that you the vibe you get off it is terrifying and i love that feeling this this movie's popped up on a lot of other top 10 list i've watched through um you know different subjects or whatever so i know a little bit about it but um i've always wanted to see it and i'm not sure if i own it or not so well i'm gonna queue it up in our movies maybe <laughs> yeah i can't wait man it's on the list all right the thing i like it all right cracking into the top five here you're gonna get a little more serious this is one that we have done on our uh Movies from A to B podcast very early okay. on. Um, going back to the sports side of things here. I think this is one of the most beautiful shot movies I've ever seen. And it's The Legend of Bagger Vance. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember this one at all? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I do. This, a lot of people don't like this movie. And a lot of people really think Will Smith just needs to forget this character that he ever played. This is one of my favorite characters he's ever played and robert redford i believe directed this and just the beauty that he captured of what a golf course you know to me just means is so wonderful in this movie it's it's a really good story that combines fiction and nonfiction. so it's like where those paths cross there's real life characters in this but it's a fictional story so um, but just very, very beautiful. And it's um, all I can really say about it. I just love this movie. I love golf. And I love movies. And this combines them perfectly. And I'm going through my notes right now trying to find out where, which episode I, that was. I think this was cause... like episode four or three. It was way early on. Oh, oh yeah. It... I, I scored this an eight out of ten. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very just sit and escape into this beautiful magical mysticism that is who bag uh, was i think i can peeled did it best when they did like the old the old mystical black folk yep. <laughs> yeah this is straight up that movie <laughs> so yeah you probably won't see that too high on other people's list but i love this movie so yeah it's landing at number five for me okay uh number five on my list was one that i was thought maybe you would have liked more i wasn't sure this is the one i thought we would have you know hit both on but uh into the wild okay this movie is you know it's all about a kid just breaking free and having complete freedom over his entire life and giving up everything and just going for what he wants you know yeah this is a biop- biopic of yep. Chris- christopher mccandless i believe was his name McCandless, yeah. Yeah. yeah or candles yeah one or the other mm-hmm. but yeah this movie is uh it's touching it's another one that's filled with like drama mm-hmm. and that has a lot of really interesting characters and it's what i've always wanted to do you know yeah but I've never had the balls to do <laughs> is just, you know, break free, leave everything behind and just go just live go. out in a fucking bus 
in the woods somewhere and yeah. live off the land, you know? Yeah. And that, that speaks to me a lot. So this one, you know, that's why it hit number five okay. is it's very, uh, very sentimental touching. I'm not sure the word I'm looking for right now. It's you. But it's, it's you. I mean, it's not, it's what I would like to be. Right. You know? Yeah. I it, Just, just to have that freedom. Yeah. I totally no. get why this is on your list. And yeah, it makes a lot of sense. No um, nine to five job, no fucking yeah. bills, just all that nonsense goes away and you just have to concentrate on surviving. Yep. Change your that, name. Yeah. Alexander Supertramp. Supertramp. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I wish I could find my old notes from shows. Um, I I didn't hate this movie, but it's just, I don't know. It's it's a good, wonderfully shot, beautiful movie. Just not really along the lines of something that I'd watch all the time. But uh, I'm not going to take anything away from it. I mean, it's very good. I do recommend seeing it at least once. Yeah. So. It's a beautiful story. And I mean, I even read the book after watching it and then ended up giving that book to some kid who crashed his truck in my cornfield. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, he was waiting for the tow truck and his family to get there. I gave him some like asparagus and fucking my copy of Into the Wild. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on here. My number four. The last of the sports movies on my list. Holy shit. Yes. As long as it's not hardball. No. I don't know. That might be an honorable mention. I can't check on my list, but (laughs) (laughs) no. um, It's weird that this touches home with me so much because I never played this sport in high school, but there's always been this bond with this sport. Is this Ladybugs with Ronnie Dangerfield? No. no. (laughs) There's a bond and a brotherhood that comes with this sport that just, even though I didn't play it in high school, I, I felt this bond. And it's just awesome. It's Friday Night Lights. I have never seen Friday Night Lights. Yeah. This one I might have to choose here pretty soon. I have a copy. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Um, The TV show spun off of this. I know the TV show is a lot more popular. Um, It's based on a true story. It's been Hollywood, Hollywoodized, I guess. But it's the soundtrack just gets this one with me it's done the whole score soundtrack is done by an instrumental band called explosions in the sky um, with a couple other songs mixed in and it just fits so well with the the melancholiness of west texas in the late 80s and just how football is literally life for them high high school football and the the meaningfulness of it the brotherhoods the bonds that are made and how just touching and um is it is it anything like Varsity Blues? A little bit. Okay, because when I think of that, what you're just describing, I think of like Varsity Blues. A little bit. Um, the coach isn't a dickhead, like in Varsity okay. Blues. You know, there's not really any racism or anything in it. But yeah, it's it's along those lines. Um, but yeah, Billy Bob Thornton gives one of the best speeches, locker room speeches, in it at the end. Um, that just chokes me up. So. Um, I know this isn't high on a lot of sports movie lists, but for me it is. I've loved this movie ever since I've seen it. So it's my number four. It's definitely one I'm going to have to check out, well, whenever you bring it to the podcast. (laughs) Probably soon. It is football season, so I could go to watch it. Yeah, I'm down. (laughs) All right. Moving on to my number four. Uh, I have an idea of what your top four are going to be, so we'll, we'll see. Okay. Um, uh, what would you guess number four would be? I am going to say, I don't know if this would be your three. I want to say uh, this might be your three, but I'm going to say Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is it my is number four. four. Nice. <laughs> number four is Shaun of the Hell Dead. Hell yeah. <laughs> Another... I mean, this has the trifecta for me. It has a horror. It has the the friendship bond. It has the love story in it. And it has, you know, just this, these two slackers who, you know, sack up and fucking take on the apocalypse, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is 
an awesome theme, you know? Mm -hmm. I love it. It's, there's so many laughs in this. The soundtrack is amazing. This is, this will always be probably one of my favorite movies. And you got a little prop from it now too, thanks to me. I do. I have uh, my 4A, yeah. 4A Electronics, which is Ken 4A. Yep. So glad you made me watch these movies because I always had like reservations about watching British things because I had a hard time with that accent. Yeah. And this movie's so goddamn funny. So was Hot Fuzz. World World's End isn't bad, but I loved them all. Yeah. You can't all have great. it without World's End. And this movie introduced me to the fucking genius that is Edgar Wright. Yep. His movies are phenomenal. And he's branching out into not really other things, but if you if you're not familiar with Edgar Wright, he did Genre of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End. Uh, but he's also done Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He did Baby Driver. Yep. His last film mm-hmm. just came out is uh, Last Night in Soho, which is a little different. Um, but I just bought that. I still have to watch that. So he is a fucking master. And he does good work. Yes. Yes. And having is. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost as actors is just fucking mm-hmm. comedy gold. Yeah. Nothing against this film. I love it. I could watch this anytime it just it's not one that would crack my top 10 but this is a phenomenal film and i really like the pick so thank you yeah top Top three three. top three these are the ones that i'm pretty sure gavin knows um number three saw this i want to say did i play the game first or did i watch the movie first i can't really remember but um this was the first tattoo I ever gotten was an homage to this movie. It was my guess. Yep. This is your guess? Okay. Yeah. Um, I got to see it in theaters a couple of years ago, which was fucking awesome. And I think I've owned, I don't know how many copies. I've got a box set. It's Scarface. Classic mafioso. <laughs> yes. Um, I love organized crime true crime which might be a little hint at what's coming up if you don't know me <laughs> so but mafia and this isn't even really a mafia movie. it's just more organized crime that gangster lifestyle that literally about yeah. my tattoo the world is yours go out take it you know yeah this town's like one big pussy just waiting to be fucked you know <laughs> <laughs> so, i mean it's so quotable the video game is fucking phenomenal too if you've never played that i don't know if you have i was going to play for PlayStation, but I lost my copy, and then I had it for, I think, I want to say, like, the PSP. Okay. I think but the I, PSP was a different... It's different. Yeah. So, the yeah. PlayStation 2 Xbox version, I still have a copy. It's great. If you've seen the movie, you know how it ends. The game starts at the end of the movie, and spoiler alert, Tony Montana does die at the end of the movie. <gasps> what? <laughs> but in the game... The game starts in that final scene, and you have to survive that final scene. So you survive. How many times that... did you die? Oh, fucking the first several times, I didn't. I forgot the guy was creeping up behind me, and he got me. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the whole basis of the game. He loses everything, and you got to build your empire back. So yeah, um, it's yeah, it's wonderful crime movie there's tits in it it's the first movie on my list that has boobs <laughs> <Yeah, so. laughs> tits. Tits. Um, it's quotable and yeah i i've always loved that movie so scarface my number three nice it's a quality film i do like it i i don't know how many times i could sit down and watch it though and i obviously own a copy because you know can't not own a copy of Scarface. Yes, you have to. <laughs> One of those movies that's, you know, like Boondock Saints or Donnie Darko or something, you know, it's all. Oh, yeah. All right. So, okay, moving on to my number three is we're going to stay in the horror realm. Oh, my God. Big surprise. <laughs> 1979's The Original Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. Is a movie that I could put on and watch on repeat forever. Okay. And it's it's one of those movies that, you know, 
also accentuates that freedom that i lust for life i guess but also shows the dark side of like the post-apocalyptic zombie apocalypse you know mm-hmm. so you know they obviously get trapped in the mall and they pretty much set up shop and start living life there yeah. and there's a a super depressing like alternate ending that most people haven't seen that you know ends with everybody dead but it's one of those movies that's like do you live with the horror of what's going on around you or do you just give up and you know right yeah in the main in the main movie the ending you know there's this big triumphant like (laughs) and he decides to live you know yeah but being the single survivor and watching everyone around you die i mean it's terrifying and it's one of my all-time nightmares you know yeah and this movie just accentuates that and that's why i don't i don't know why i can watch it over and over i mean the acting's great and it has ken foray yeah from yeah. you know that's who foray electronics was named after is. yeah <laughs> you know now, it's, it's just an all-around great film. Is there a particular reason why you chose the 79 version over the 04 Zack Snyder version? Oh, 100%. Like, it's, there... it's like a million times better. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in the you know, 2004 version, you know, all the zombies are fast. The whole dynamics changed. You're not living in the same universe. It's Zack where... Snyder, too. His He has his own style, too. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... This is, you know, the the follow-up to Night of the Living Dead, the original zombie movie, you know. Yes. Well, not original zombie movie, but the original mass zombie overtaking movie. Yeah. And you got to follow those certain roles. You got to have slow zombies. You got to have that encroaching dread of, you know, even if you are living, how good is your quality of life, you know, if you're not doing what you want to do and you're stuck in one spot, you know? Yeah. And that's why that movie really uh, jumped out to me. Okay. Awesome. I did enjoy it as well. So, so I I forgot about that one. That was the one that I was iffy on or that I didn't realize would be there. So cool. All right. Runner up this one. I owe a lot to my dad about this one. Um, Growing up, he would always say, if this movie's ever on TV, it don't matter where it is, and I'm going to sit down and finish it. And that has rolled over into me. I mean, I don't watch much TV anymore, but if I ever saw it somewhere, I couldn't, like, the next, you know, couple hours of my day is gone because I'm watching yep. this. Yep. I know exactly which movie you're talking about. Yep. And it's a classic. It's the Shawshank Redemption. It truly was a Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> This movie is so just wonderful, beautiful. It's heartbreaking. It's redeeming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a wonderful tale of of friendship. Those bonds that, you know, are formed when you least expect it with the person you probably wouldn't expect to form a bond with. So, um, and this is definitely an honorable mention on my list too. Okay, good. As it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, based off a Stephen King short story, um, it's, I can't say enough about it. You just got to go watch this movie. There's too much to describe about it. It's just wonderful. Um, and I don't think it gets the love that it deserves. I think it's starting to now. I've seen it. You know, IMDb has it on like in, and they're like number one or number two on their top 250, but it never I mean, won, it never won be, best picture. To That's be what, fair, it's gotten a lot of love. Yeah. Like, but, a lot of love. I mean, I just quoted, like, a TV show, you know, yes, yeah. talking about how good that movie is. Yeah, Family Guy spooked it, so. Yeah. Um, it, it just kills me that this didn't win Best Picture in 92 or 93, so. Um, Do you know what did? I, what yeah, rap off, bastard beat it out? <laughs> I can't think offhand, but looking back at it, I don't think it's something that deserves to be above it i can't think of offhand i'll have to look it up here when you reveal it number two but yeah it's it's just wonderful that's all i uh, that's all i can say about it it's fucking wonderful 
And I feel the same way about the next movie that I'm about to talk about. All right. Hit me with it. So my number two, and I don't think you'd be able to guess this one. Maybe. I'm not sure. Is uh, I believe it's 1995's or nine, one or the other. Starship Troopers. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. That is not this what is, I was expecting. This as well is a movie that if it's on, I will sit down and watch it. Right. And I don't know what it is about it. It's it's a great tale, you know. It's mm-hmm. sci-fi uh, Paul Verhoeven, I believe. If yes. I butchered the name. Yep. Paul Verhoeven, That's yeah. me. But uh it's just a great tale of like com- camaraderie and like overcoming and even though it's like got super fascist overtones because <laughs> it's all about, you know, serve the military, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's oh, your yeah. duty. As, you know, a fucking Earth citizen to fucking fight the bugs. It, it's it's a longer movie. It's well played out. And every action scene is just fucking on point. Which is great. And tits, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those movies that makes you feel, like, patriotic. And not a lot of those exist for me. Like, I watch Independence Day and I don't feel the same way as I do watching fucking Starship Troopers. You know? Mm-hmm. I did enjoy this movie. It's uh, probably one of the only first like sci-fi movies outside of like Star Wars that I really watched. Nothing beyond mm-hmm. Star Wars really intrigued me. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed this. this is kind of what uh, you said like a B movie is. That's this. I mean the the production value on this is pretty high though. Yeah. Yes, for a highly produced B movie. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out when. It's got that, those friendship bonds. It's got that love story, especially between, you know, Dizzy and Rico. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but it doesn't turn out good. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. And I mean, it's. Yes. I think so. Yeah, maybe I'll spoil a little bit. Dizzy dies. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right when they were just getting together and this new love was blossoming. So it was, you know, heartbreaking at the same time. It's definitely a quality flick and it's one that if it ever pops on, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Okay. And sometimes just randomly I'll uh, pop it on just for funsies. So yeah, that's my number two, Starship Troopers. Next. Casper Van Dien. I like it. I am Michael having... Ironside. Just... You are. You just look so intense right now. I'm trying to figure out. You got to be shitting me if the Shawshank Redemption wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> okay, it did get nominated, and depending on the day, I might agree with this. But Forrest Gump beat it. Gump's a good movie. Gump's a good movie. I mean, I'm not super mad about that. That was the same year Pulp Fiction was nominated too, though. So, but all right, we are here at our number ones. Why not uh, give a quick rundown from ten to one? I had Dumb and Dumber, Happy Gilmore, Field of Dreams, Fast Five, Superbad, The Legend of Bagger Vance, Friday Night Lights, Scarface, The Shawshank Redemption, and my number one. If you know me. I also have another tattoo of this. Yes, you do. Um, I am in love with this movie. I hinted to earlier, loving true crime, mafia movies. Mafioso. I know what a lot of you are thinking. I know a lot of you think you know this one. But you're probably thinking about the wrong one. My number one will always be my number one. It's The Godfather. Part three. No. (laughs) (laughs) I do have written down one, two, and three because as a saga... It's wonderful. Part three is not a terrible movie. It just is not as good as the first two. But you need it to complete the saga of all three of them. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever actually watched three. It's long, and they waited way too long to make it, but it's not bad. Um, They're just kind of pulling at straws on some things, but the ending of it just fits perfectly with the whole story. Um, But What's not to say about this movie? It's fabulous. Um, it's a good flick. I mean, yeah, 
Um, the video game was fun too, but this made me love Al Pacino. Um, every performance in here is great, from Marlon Brando to James Caan, uh, Talia Shire, uh, fuck, can't think of the guy, John Cazell, who played Fredo. This okay. Is, that guy was only in like five movies, and all five of those movies were nominated for like Best Picture. He, wow. he, yeah, he died. He had some cancer, so he was a phenomenal actor. But yeah, the if you've never seen The Godfather, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch it. I mean, it's got some <laughs> like very iconic scenes, obviously. Yes, but uh, some would say it uh, insists on itself. <laughs> Fucking Peter, <laughs> he's never seen it though. <laughs> it's a joke. He's never seen it. That was the whole. Yeah, yeah I get that bit. He's like, I never finished it. How are you saying that? I've never seen it. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. And yeah, I, I could watch that any day of the week. Um, all three of them just gotta set aside a whole day because it's like almost ten hours. So Yeah. But, it is a fucking saga for sure. Yes. But it's great. The the whole Godfather is like almost two movies in one because there's the whole first part, and then he goes to the whole other country, and that's a whole hour and shit, and then he comes back, so yeah, but I mean, true. And there's boobs. There is boobs. Yes. So. <laughs> that's always a point. It's always. always. A point. <laughs> so, yes. Big surprise. If you don't know me, it, you know, it's maybe a surprise. If you do know me, it should have been a fucking lock, so um, yeah. That's my number one. Yeah, Godfather. Dude, I, I had your top three picked out. Oh, yeah. Easy peasy. Yep. And uh, I guess I'm going to do my number one now. Yep. And I know it. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, I'm going to run down my first nine. Uh, number 10 was Old Boy. Number nine was Biozombie. Number eight was Cannibal the Musical. Then number seven was SLC Punk. Number six, John Carpenter's The Thing. Number five, Into the Wild. Number four, Shaun of the Dead. Number three, Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> number two, Starship Troopers. And the number one movie pick I guess, for Gavin. Yes. I guess. It's Big Money Hustles, right? The ICP movie. Oh, dear God. You're a fucking <laughs> monster. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're going to make a real pick? I. It's Evil Dead 2. Incorrect. Totally correct, actually. Totally correct, yeah. <laughs> yes. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. It, it has been my favorite movie for the longest time. I used to watch this on repeat all the time. I mean, I, honestly, I watched the entire trilogy on repeat all the time. It's that perfect mix of horror and comedy. It's campy. It's fun. But it's still disgusting. And the effects are amazing. You get this. Your main character is just this fucking... This is where... Ash turns into a badass is in this movie. Mm -hmm. So if you like any of the Evil Dead or Army Darkness or Ash versus the Evil Dead or any of the video games, this is where he turned into the fucking badass that Ash is, which is, you know, this is fucking middle-aged fucking <laughs> wasteoid fucking guy who can just kick the shit out of fucking demons. Now, did you see this one before the original? No. No? Okay. Originally, I saw Army of Darkness, and then that's just pure comedy. Yeah. Which is great. Mm. And then I jumped back to the first one because I wanted to see where it all came from. Okay. And that's pure horror. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got horror on one side, comedy on the other, and then I watched Evil Dead 2, and I was like, this is the holy grail. Mm -hmm. This is the reason I went to film school, is because I wanted to do practical effects. I wanted to... Make fake blood squirt out of neck stumps and shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is my whole reason for going to college. And I owe a lot of you know, what I am now because of me. And I, so, I, yeah. yeah my I number that. one. <clears throat> I, I, I had a good feeling that's what was coming. So I'm surprised. And I know it'll probably be in one of your honorable mentions. I'm surprised Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 didn't make it because you talked pretty highly no. of that. No. Oh, yeah. It's definitely in honorable mentions. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Speaking of honorable mentions, um, do you want to go with them or do you want me to do mine first? 
Uh, do yours first. Okay. I have a almost have a whole nother top ten list, but I'll I'll get through them quick. Uh, Interstellar and The Dark Knight. Um, homage to Christopher Nolan. He's probably okay. my favorite director. His movies are great. Interstellar is definitely an honorable of mine too. Um, Gone Girl is a great movie. Mm. Slumdog Millionaire. I've not seen. Blown away by that in the theaters. Um, Horace Gump's on there. Um, nice. Fight Club. I, as I tell people, if that has not been spoiled for you yet, go watch it. You're living on borrowed time. Yeah, because when you least expect it, somebody's going to spoil that one for you. Same with the Usual Suspects. Yep. This is one that I'm really sad didn't crack my top ten because I love it so much. It's Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love the Good Heist movie. We did the trilogy. We did. Yep. Um. I'm not as big a horror fan as Gavin, but my favorite horror movie of all time is Saw. So, got to give that a shout out. Original Saw? The original Saw. Well, okay, good. When you say original, you mean like the 01 one, right? The, the first Saw that ever yeah. came out. Yeah. Yeah, the first one, yeah. Jigsaw face down. Yes. Yeah, okay. Amazing twist at the end, yes. Um, yeah. And a, a little weird that none of these crack my top 10 either but i'm a huge i don't well yeah i'm a huge i love chick flicks i love romance movies too oh. and a walk to remember i've always never loved seen that movie. it yeah it, uh, it gets overshadowed by the notebook a lot which the notebook's not bad but i prefer a walk to remember a lot more so maybe that'll I've be seen the notebook ironically maybe a walk to remember will be coming up on a podcast but yeah those okay. are my honorable mentions nice okay um are you just looking at your movies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember. There's a bunch of them. So, you know, uh, obviously, I'm always into the Asian cinema. So, Tetsuo, Darian Man, I love the cyberpunk. Anything cyberpunk is like on my honorable mentions, pretty much. Um, the Warriors. That's yes. one that I was surprised I didn't put on my list because mm. that's one of my favorite, you know, gang films. I enjoy you know? the video game more than the movie, though. Really? Yeah. I fucking love the movie. It's. Oh, I love it, too. I'm just the video game. I remember when we had it in our episode, we talked about how much we wanted so much more from that movie. And that's what the video game gave us. Yeah. So... And did we even play it like afterwards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. played it for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like a million movies that I could honorably mention, but I, I don't want to get that deep into it. Um, anything by Kevin Smith is on there, you know. Anything directed by Quentin Tarantino is on honorable mentions. It's I'm a huge Romero fan. It, the list goes on and on. Oh yeah, I have way too many movies there's that a, I want. Yeah, there's to be a reason. In my top ten. It, both our movie collections are like I think. As you are you at a thousand yet? Oh, I'm past that. Yeah, yeah I I have to go through and look at them. I think I'm there too. So yeah, I've been yeah. past that since three years ago, I think. But I haven't bought any movies for the last three years. So okay, I just started buying movies again. I actually got two in the mail. Not that. Uh, oh, that's nice! A they came back. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. So those are going to be on the pod. My other podcast, movies for me to be oh, yeah. Those are going to be on there soon. All right. Speaking of that other podcast, got to give it a shout out here. It is called Movies from A to B, the MFAB podcast. Go check us out. We are on uh, Apple iTunes, Stitcher. Thanks Google, for the plug, bro. <laughs> Stitcher, Google Podcasts, most podcast catchers. Working on getting on Spotify, having a hell of a fucking time. Yes. Really kind of pissed about that. Working. I got a second email today. But <laughs> Hey, there you go. That's still waiting. All right. Yeah. Um, hopefully... Once we get all that figured out, maybe this show can get on those. But I know right now it's exclusively exclusively going to be on Spotify. So um, hopefully we can get that broadened out here at some point. But this is just a little side project I'm liking. So um, it seems to be going good. Yeah, I've heard the first episode. That. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are the first episode. So. <laughs> but yeah, this is a lot of fun. I'm really happy to get doing this, Gav. Thanks for. Uh, joining me for episode numero uno of course i'll come back anytime man all right i will definitely have you back there are plenty other 
movie lists in this book as far as uh, other ones that might uh, interest you as well. So any kind of list, <laughs> you yeah. can just let me know. All right. Um, while I'm here, uh, next episode, I already have that lined up. I will be joined by another friend of ours, Tyler. If he's listening to this, get ready. It's going to be the top 10 fast food chains because me and him are a couple fat guys. So we're going to talk <laughs> fat, greasy, delicious food. So how does that not surprise me? Oh, it was either that or desserts, which one, but maybe he'll come back for another one for desserts. But... <laughs> Are you going to talk about your gluten allergy, too? Yes. <laughs> now you can't eat most of, of that fast food. That's what's part of it's based on, and I'll explain that in that next episode. So. All right. I look but forward yeah. to listening to it. All right. We are going to wrap this up here today. Once again, thanks for joining me. Like and leave a five-star review if you're enjoying it. And I would love to just keep putting out more of these. This is a lot of fun. So hope you enjoyed it, and I'll catch you next time. Peace.